This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Philadelphia Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo, it is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast. Folks, let me tell you, mm. it is an edition of the High Hopes Podcast that Jack Fritz has been Way too intense about. My man was so excited to do his perfect offseason. He made two different perfect offseasons. I don't even need to give one because Jack's just going to give two. I made two. All right. So let me just take you through. I'm going to take you through my Saturday. Oh, I can't wait. So I'm sitting there. Your Saturday. My, well, it wasn't my whole day, but it was the first thing I did. I'll say that. <laughs> uh, you know, we had breakfast and then I sat down in front of my computer, opened up a Google Doc and said, Jack's perfect offseason. <laughs> and I made my first trade, which I'm just going to get it out there right now. I'm going to get the first tease out there. I'm going to I'm going to break all spoilers. First trade was for Austin Adams, getting the important things out of the way. Which, honestly, I love. I'm all for Austin Adams. Um, I mean, that sounds great. Bring me Austin Adams. Um, so, yeah. So, I made my first move. and then What are you went, giving the Mariners for Austin Adams? Jalen Ortiz. Okay. Uh, I, that's, I would do that trade in a second. It's top 10 prospect. I mean, you got to give a top 10 prospect for uh, trending up reliever, I would say. Because yeah. um, I, I looked at the Presley deal. And the Pres- I don't think he's as good as Ryan Presley, but yeah. um, the Presley deal. Yeah, right. The Presley deal was a top 10 guy and then a top 20 or top like under 20 guy. So I just try to base it off of that. Um, but yeah, I and then I saw so we went on a walk Saturday and I was I, we were trying to I was trying to focus on the walk and, or the hike or whatever. And I just could not huh? stop thinking about what I'm going to do. And then I laid out my whole perfect offseason. I sent some people, sent out some feelers, trying to see what they thought. <laughs> oh, and man. and I came to the realization like, I need at least another, I need a second perfect off season. So I made two perfect off seasons and I made a realistic off season. And we'll do the realistic off season in a different podcast. That'll be our, our next pod. We'll go through what we actually think is going to happen, but we're just going to get wild today, Jack. Yeah. Because listen, the GM meetings are going on right now. Yes. And while I am waiting on bated breath, the first Philly's rumor, like, I'm just dying for it. I just, <laughs> I wake up every day and check Twitter. I just sit on Twitter for the whole day, just uh, waiting yeah, for the know. first Philly's rumor. I'm mean, getting yelled at on the afternoon show about me tweeting about <laughs> baseball during the show. It's like, this is the brand. Get on, get on board or get off board. This is what I bring to the show. Yeah, do you like, want this or not? Yeah, do you want this? It's, it's a real question that's being asked in the afternoon show. So oh, I might oh, be, man. I might be out of a job soon, but as long as <laughs> oh, I have man. a perfect off season, it's all I really care about. I know. You care way more about this perfect off season. I know. It's just because I just love, like, there's few things in sports that I love more than team building, and there's nothing in sports I love more than the Phillies. So, if so facto. Nice. Good use of so facto. This is what I do all the time. I love it. All right. Well, let's just dive in. We're just going right into it. Yeah. Do you got anything else you want to get into before we dive in? I mean, isn't that the whole point of this podcast? No, but I am. I mean, this podcast will be labeled perfect offseason or something to that effect. Something to that effect. So, should I break down? My first perfect offseason? Yeah, well, I think we should go you, then me, then you again. Okay. Mine is much simpler, I'm guessing, than yours. I'm yes. guessing you put a lot more. My, mine is simple because I feel like it should be simple. But go ahead. I, do, I don't live in simplicity. I you don't. I, you. I have to make the interesting moves. All right, so uh, should we go move by move or just lay out the whole thing? No, move by move, <laughs> obviously. Come on. Oh, awesome. Okay, yes. cool. Let's spread get, this out then. Yeah, we got to go eat each move. All right, my first move. 
is I'm trading Jalen Ortiz for Austin Adams. Austin Adams. If we you, already knew that one. If you don't, ahead. if you don't know Austin Adams, um, I suggest going into a baseball savant uh, wormhole that I went to, like I went to this all weekend. I was on baseball savant. I would say for three hours on Saturday and Sunday, both days, just. Just looking at spin rates. <laughs> oh, I was getting all worked up about spin rates. I just, there's nothing that gets me going quite like a spin rate. How is Jill still married to you? She's fine. She's okay. <laughs> Maybe she thinks I'm crazy, but it's whatever. Yeah. Um, Austin Adams is a Seattle Mariners reliever. They got him for nothing when the Nationals DFA'd him for some mm-hmm. reason. Um, but he just has wipeout stuff. He struck out Bregman once, and that was enough for me to say, need that guy on my <laughs> team. like 15, over 15 strikeouts for nine, something yeah, like that. Yeah, some ridiculous stuff. Yeah, he, some absurd number. He figured out the, the walks and settled that down. His slider is disgusting. Um, and uh, So Jalen Ortiz, like I think he's good. He's fine. I, I don't know who he's ever going to make the big leagues. But I think if you're a team like the Mariners, and you he could be a DH one day, sure. theoretically. Um, it's a worthy upside gamble for a 29-year-old reliever. 100%. If they can get something for Austin Adams, it's smart of them to do that. Yes. Oh, are you, you're, you move? No, 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 no. We're going to go through your whole first oh, perfect okay. offseason. Okay. And okay. then... Okay. Does that make sense? <laughs> um, okay. Then I'm signing Chris Martin for two years and $14 million. He will make an appearance on mine. You did years and dollars? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you put way too much thought into this. Chris, here, Chris Martin, two years, $14 million. You um, think that's enough to get Chris Martin? Yes, that's what they laid out on MLB Trade Rumors. Okay, because I was thinking like two for 18 or whatever. Yeah, Maybe whatever. Two. Okay. So the reason why I'm all in on Chris Martin... And he is potentially on my list as well. Throws, There's going to be so much crossover between our lists, so it is what it is. Throws hard, doesn't walk anyone. If I can have that in my bullpen, I'm taking that every single day of the week. Yes. Um, and he's such a late bloomer that I don't think his arm is... Like, he has a crazy story. He's 33. Yeah, but so he he um, was a... He's literally bagging groceries. I mean, he was the lead singer of Coldplay at one point. I know. <laughs> I know. But he's also a UPS driver. Uh, he was a Coldplay lead singer. <laughs> and he's like... One day he woke up. He's like, my shoulder doesn't hurt anymore. I'm going to go throw a baseball and end up being 95 miles an hour. How about that? Yeah. And he doesn't walk anyone. So um, that is beautiful. Then I'm signing Dylan Batanzas. I love Dylan Batanzas. Taking a shot. One year, 8 million. Taking a shot. Uh, Rebuild that value. Um, uh, Full disclosure, I saw him on MLB Trade Rumors. They're like, they laid out their values or whatnot and had the Rays signing him for one year, 8 million. And I decided I'm not going to let that happen. I'm not letting the Rays turn him into a superstar. I want him to be a superstar. Like he's a year removed from being a top being five best, reliever in the sport. Maybe the best reliever in the sport. No, but he was really up good. there. He one of the best. He had stretches where you could argue he was the best reliever in the sport. Now I did coming. not pick one of these three. I just said I love that you start out with with these middle reliever moves. All I care about. <laughs> My first move was trading for Austin Adams. Um, and then I'm signing one of Garrett Cole, Strasburg, or Wheeler. I don't know which one they're going to sign, but I would sign one of them. I, I know it's a cop out, but what am I supposed to do? I don't. I, do what I did on my list. I said the Phillies signed Garrett, Garrett Cole. This is my perfect offseason, Jack. Okay, well, I said from the beginning, get Garrett Cole. Okay. Go get Garrett Cole. Okay, well, you can do that. Okay. I'll take all three. Well, Wheeler's not in the same class as those other two. But so you want to sign both guys? No, no. Just one of them. Okay. One of them. Remember, this is your perfect offseason. I mean, yeah, obviously within me. bounds of realism. Believe me. Believe me. It's, we're getting there. Okay. I'm signing Didi Gregorius. Sure. To a three-year contract worth $40, $45 million. Sure. I am signing Josh Donaldson to a three-year, $60 million contract. Yep, on my list. I am trading Jake Arrieta and Matt Veerling for the remainder of the Prince Fielder contract with the Texas Rangers. There's $9 million left on the Prince Fielder contract. That would mean the Phillies are, or the Rangers are basically playing one-year, $16 million for Jake Arrieta. Would they do that? No. 
Really? I don't for think one so. year. Why? What do the Rangers need Jake Arrieta for? They need another arm. They're moving to a new stadium. He's a big, big name. No. He stinks, but yeah, I don't think so. Really? Sure. Well, you're, I mean, you're attaching a top ten prospect to it, though. Veerling's a top ten prospect yeah. in the system. Oh, really? On one list, I was looking. At. <laughs> in my made up list online. Sure, with the prospect in there, why not? Sure. One year, one year, sixteen million for Arietta. <laughs> I like that you're trading for 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 contract for the corpse of Fritz Fielder. Great, you really you put so much more effort <laughs> into this than I did. It's fantastic. I am trading Reese Hoskins, Damon Jones, and Vince Velasquez for Harry Marquez and Daniel Murphy. Okay, so Hoskins gives me again. Hoskins, yeah. Damon Jones, uh huh, and Vince Velasquez. Okay, so Damon Jones, that's your boy. I know. For Henry Marquez and Daniel Murphy, who has twelve million dollars on his deal this so, year. But yeah, it's the corpse of Daniel Murphy you're taking. I mean, he well, he could be a, a good bit. lefty bat off the bench. Bit. Yeah, I love Herman Marquez. So I, I'm I, in. Full disclosure, I don't think that's. I don't think that gets Herman. Marquez. I don't think you get. No, I don't think there's any chance they make that. No, uh, not any. I mean, Hoskins. There's a chance. Hoskins has value. Listen, Real value. Listen, Herman Marquez had an ERA in the fours of two yeah, of the last sure. three years. Okay? Yeah. Now his road splits are insane. Yeah. And they paid him. They they know. Well, he's on, he's on the NOLA contract. Right. They, he's on the NOLA contract. Um, got more I, than NOLA. I am... Tra- wait for this one. Oh, man. I am trading Gene Segura and Zach Eflin for Johnny Cueto. <laughs> you really went nuts here. This yeah. is great. Yeah. So Gene Segura and Eflin for Cueto. It seems like a lot for Cueto. Yeah. Cueto's pretty much cooked, isn't he? Is he's 33. Qu- yeah. He's got some money left in the deal. Uh, I don't think he's cooked though. I think I think he came back last year at the end of the year, finally healthy. Pit two good starts, two bad starts. But I just think that guy pitches well. I think he ages well because he doesn't throw too hard. He has funky mechanics. I see him aging well. I would take a shot on big game Johnny Cueto. Hurt a lot the last. Uh, I know. <laughs> that's why I think. That's why I think they can yeah, even so get him. Is that Eflin's value is that low now? I mean, this well, is a guy. I don't who know. They, this is a guy who they wouldn't trade for for Manny Machado. Well, that was a. It was a one year. I know. The rest of the year. I know. I'm just saying. I am trading Derek Hall and Nick Williams for Michael Givens. Sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I am signing Martin Maldonado to a one-year, one-and-a-half-million-dollar deal. This would be the deal. most active offseason in the history of any baseball team. I love it. Martin Maldonado, one-year, one-and-a-half-million. As a backup catcher. Sure. Now, here's the one that's going <laughs> oh, to get it going a little bit. Okay. I am trading Nick Pavetta. Oh! What? Nicky Moniak. What? Rafael Marchand. This is like your babies. And Odubel Herrera to the Pirates for Jameson Tyon and Kyle Crick. Oh, buddy. Jameson Tyon's missing all of 2020. I like I like the idea of going after Tyon. But the Phillies don't really have a path to to getting a, a outside of Spencer outside of Spencer Howard. They don't have another path to getting a top flight starter. Mm-hmm. Tyon's been good. He should be better. I think once they get him away from Ray Searage, I think he would be much better than what he is. Poor Ray um, Searage. I know. We well, just became a dinosaur very quickly. I know. Um, and it hurt all the pitchers. So um, I'm getting off of the Adubo Herrera contract. Which, sure, you think that they'll do that? Well, the Pirates are cheap. They're probably yeah, going to trade Marte this offseason. The Pirates, though, is it the best time for the Pirates? And their um, that's former true. closer to be trading for someone who's involved in domestic abuse. <laughs> yeah. yeah, didn't factor in their PR. Did not check with uh, the PR staff. No. Um, they've got about all the bad publicity they can handle right now. Fine, trade them to the Rays. <laughs> <Okay>. um, 
Um, I love Kyle Crick. I do Go love get Kyle. Kyle Crick. That sounds. I mean, he's. You've really rebuilt this bullpen. The bullpen could be the, the strongest part. Oh, of the dude, team right wait till now. I lay out the bullpen and it's all, all right. So I'm, my in final what, in perfect all season number two. <laughs> no, no, no. My final move is I'm signing Starlin Castro to a one year four million dollar deal. Totally fine with that. It would, would you think four million is enough to get Castro? I think it's more like one for eight or something like that. I would guess. Uh, okay. Sure. Uh, my, <laughs> so my uh, so it lays out that my 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 nine eight man infield every day would be Real Muto at catcher, Bohm at first base, Kingery at second, Didi at shortstop, Donaldson at third, McCutcheon, Hazley, Harper, bench of Jay Bruce, Daniel Murphy, Martin Maldonado, Starling Castro, and my starting pitchers would be either one of Cole Strauss or Wheeler, um, Nola, Cueto, Marquez, Spencer Howard. Bullpen of Hector Neris, Michael Givens, Austin Adams, Sir Anthony Dominguez, Chris Martin, Kyle Crick, Dylan Batanzas, Jose Alvarez, and Adam Morgan. Bang. <laughs> That's number one. You can give your first all season, though. <laughs> that was, yeah. Uh. <laughs> I just have a list of names on mine. Uh, that was, I, I appreciate the depth. You traded for a contract. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Open your eyes, Clint Tech. That's great. <laughs> I really love it. All right. My perfect, much simpler offseason. No. Number one, sign Garrett Cole. I've said it from the beginning. Is it that you asked me what? Three months ago or two months ago, Anthony Rendon or Garrett Cole, and I immediately said Garrett Cole. I want both. Obviously, they're both great, but Garrett Cole, they need Garrett Cole. We've talked about it a ton. They need that guy. They need the guy you can count on to be your horse. Yes. The guy who can carry you. We've seen how important it is. Yes. Uh, we would have seen how important it was if A.J. Hinch had actually elected to use him in Game 7. Right, so the Garrett Cole thing is interesting to me because, you know, again, we talked about this last podcast. Like, there's a, there is a case to be made that Wheeler and Wheeler and Hamels would provide more value maybe next season, you know, or Wheeler and Strasburg. Wheeler and yeah. Strasburg definitely would. Mm-hmm. Wheeler and someone else may equate. Wheeler and, like, Hamels may equate Strasburg. But the point is not, like, I think what people get so messed up with and what I don't get messed up with and I don't think you get messed up with it is not about next season. Mm-hmm. For I know it's, we sound like a broken record. I do not, like, I, obviously I care about next season, but I, I care about windows. I care about having a core. I care about building for more than just one year. I do not care about next season, really. I do, obviously. Right. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Like I, I'm signing Garrett Cole because he's going to be my ace for the next five years. I can build around him and Nola. I'm not signing Zach Wheeler and Cole Hamels for next year maybe being better. Maybe being an 85-win team right. next year versus a couple years from now being way better because I have Garrett Cole leading my rotation and I have uh, Harper, Realmuto, and whoever other trade you make. Yes. I like it. Yeah. And uh, look, if they don't make the playoffs this year, next year, we can get rid of Matt Clintax, so. Yeah, but Hyam's gone. I know. I can't. I side note. Cannot wait to see what Hyam does. Oh, is he going to? I cannot believe. Like, there's a reason why Dave Dombrowski got fired a half a year after winning a World Series because they cannot afford Mookie Betts. Imagine not being able to afford Mookie Betts. <laughs> I would be having a meltdown oh, in Boston. We would be, Imagine yeah. if this was here. We would be rioting. Oh my god! Yeah. I would. I would. It would be. It would be crazy. No, it's Mookie Betts. I know. It's Mookie Betts. You can't afford Mookie Betts. Are you stupid? And people are like, well, I'll bring Dave Dombrowski here. For what? <laughs> to trade everything? Oh. <laughs> Embarrassing mismanagement. You all right? I just can't believe it. <laughs> I know. I can tell. All right. Cole Hamels. 
Uh, I'm signing him too. Look at you, Mr. We Nostalgia. We talked about it. It's a brilliant move, Mr. Nostalgia. For both business and on the field. It's smart. It's uh, good business. You, you bringing back the Sean Jackson two point oh? Bringing back Cole Hamels. Cole's gonna come home and he's gonna play great. Yeah. Now I'm excited for Cole Hamels. Yeah. I am. I am fine bringing back Cole Hamels. Okay. So we we can agree yeah, on Cole. Yeah, Hamels. No, I, I was messing around. I I'll would bet lo- you he's in your second perfect offseason. Um, you would be correct. I figured. Yeah. He had to be on the list somehow. Okay. So those are my two big pitcher signings. I bulk up my starting rotation. I'm counting on Spencer Howard to come up and be a part of that rotation. Yes. By the end of the season, if I have Cole, Nola, Howard, Hamels, I feel like I can play with that. I feel like that's a real rotation that I can have a chance with. And then those top three guys obviously carry into the next year and, and you're feeling good. Okay. Uh, bullpen. I'm signing Will Smith. Okay. I need someone at the back end of this bullpen who I can trust to close out games. I know it's overrated and all that type of stuff, but Will Smith not only gives you a guy at the back end of the bullpen, but he's also someone you can be versatile with. We have a smart manager who can do smart things with that pen, we hope. And Will Smith, somebody who you could if you... He's good enough to be a closer. He's closed, but he's also someone who would be willing to step in and face a left-handed batter if he needs to in the right situation all that, especially postseason type stuff. So I like the idea of bringing Will Smith in. I think he's cheap for a closer. He's 31 years old. Love the idea of Will Smith get a lefty in this bullpen. Yeah, I'd, here's the thing with Will Smith, and here's what I'm worried about, is that um, is that I don't know if a year after making the Robertson deal if they're going to want to do it again. That's a very fair point. I just, I just, I'm it's not, a really fair point. I'm not sure they want to do it again. I would do it. I think Will Smith is better than David, and he's younger than David Robinson was when they right. made that deal. But I, I, it makes sense. That's actually a very compelling point. Uh, I'm also signing Chris Martin. Uh, like you said, I just think that's a no-brainer. Of Coldplay fame. Yes. Uh, I have to have Coldplay the lead singer in my bullpen. I just think he's been underrated in the market. I don't Clearly. know. I don't know why. I guess it's because of the age and whatnot. But uh, he's Yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, but the, the strikeout to walk is crazy. He walked 0.5 guys last year per nine. 0.5. <laughs> what is that? It's absurd. That is knowing exactly where you can put the baseball. I'm yeah. envious. I have yeah. no idea how you it's can possibly do that. That's unbelievable. Um, I, I want to steal your idea and sign Dellen Batances as well. Yeah, of course. It's just a no-brainer. Take Listen, a shot on that guy. And here's the thing, and here's why I and presumably you are so in on, on, on getting a bunch of bullpen guys, because this is Joe Girardi's MO. Look what he did with the Yankees. The Yankees, it was freaking Batances, Miller, Rivera for a little bit there, Chapman, like just loaded bullpens year after year after year. And I think if they want to maximize Joe Girardi's ability here, it starts with getting a dominant bullpen. Yeah, and, and, I agree. And listen, dude, it's 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 a year for Dylan Batances. Like, it's whatever. a no-brainer. Dylan Batances makes so much sense. And then I honestly think there could even be another guy out there who's probably a valuable guy, whether it's a... Like someone like Daniel Hudson or yeah. someone like that who you could sign to a one or two year deal, probably two year deal. I don't think I touch Hudson. No, I'm just talking about that type of guy. I'm adding one more bullpen arm, someone like that. Yeah. Or you know what? I don't hate the Austin Adams type of trade. You know, it's trading for someone who. Oh, are we talking middle reliever trades? <laughs> yeah, buddy. I have my eye on three guys: Austin Adams, Andrew Ketrich, and Kyle and well, Kyle Kirk, of course. Sorry, four guys. Yeah. And Lucas Sims. Lucas Sims. Lucas Sims legit. He's in the hundred percentile in fastball spin and slider spin. Really? Yeah. That's pretty impressive. It's disgusting. It's like a better Pavetta. You love spin. Oh God. Oh no. Is that it? No, I got one more. Okay, good. I'm trading for Francisco Lindor. Like, let's go. We've talked about it. I, 
I I want them to trade for Francisco Lindor just so Phillies fans and people are not diehards listeners. We know you know your baseball and I, but so Phillies fans can understand why we keep talking about wanting Francisco Lindor Lindor here so bad. He is again. He's a culture changing yes. type of guy. I mean, there's a reason the Indians keep winning. I mean, they they and granted, well, and there's a reason. Team. There's a reason why when he came back last year, they went on that run. Dude, he makes a difference. Like he matters. He is one of the. I think one of the potentially most biggest. I'm I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. He matters as much as about anyone in baseball from that perspective. The players that matter in baseball: Judge, Trout, yep. Judge, Trout. Harper matters. I was going to say Harper because because yeah. he's because he's Bryce Harper yeah. and Lindor. He's that guy. Ballinger doesn't really matter. No. Yelich doesn't really matter. No. Yelich matters, but he plays you know in the Brewers. I'm saying who like, would ever want to work for Francisco the Brewers? Francisco Lindor comes in and and he's just like the the center of everything. Yeah, like that dude just matters it's, to everyone in that club. Out. It's a souped up J roll. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's, I love that. It's what he it's is. A, it's a souped up J roll who's. He doesn't have a bit of an edge to him. He's just all... And has more pop. Yeah. I mean... He's, he's unbelievable. He's an unbelievable This city player. would love Francisco Lindor. And again, one of the best defensive shortstops in baseball. Dude, he's 25. He's made four all-stars. Yes. He's he's that good. He's so... so like, Francis, I cannot... I, I cannot stop thinking about trading for Francisco Lindor. Yeah. And, and who can... who Of the teams in baseball, who can trade for him and re-sign him? Well, that's the key to it. I mean, because there's no value to trading. I mean, there's value, obviously, but there's no real value to what you'd have to give up right. if you're not going to resign. So it's the Yankees. Sure. It's the Dodgers. Not the Red Sox. No, not in the situation they're in. And they have Bogarts, too. The bigger question is, will they resign Bogarts? Probably not in the, the Cubs. the situation they're in. Probably not the Cubs. No. The White Sox could. Probably. But they're the White Sox. Yeah, We're not going to count them. Yeah. And also, I think the Indians, probably if they had a choice, wouldn't want to trade him in the division. That's true. Angels? Sure. Just they don't have the prospects unless they put Joe Adele in it. No. Um, like there's there's just very few teams that can realistically, realistically make a Francisco Lindor trade. Um, unfortunately, they're the Yankees and the Dodgers. Yes. But what we've seen out of those teams is when have they ponied up to to sign a big name guy? Yeah. So if I was the Dodgers, I would do it because I like, what do you got to lose? If I'm the Yankees, I'm signing Cole before I'm trading for sure. Francisco Lindor. Um, but if you're the Dodgers, it's like a no brainer. Yeah. I mean, you have to do it. But that's my point. Like, who can? Re- that's what's so interesting about the Morosi tweet from the other day was that he mentioned Bryant. Betts and Lindor is three guys who could get traded this offseason. He heard one. He said one will get will traded. get traded. Quote which, unquote. Which makes sense. But I, I came to realization like who can realistically make those trades? Mm-hmm. The Phillies are one of three or four teams that can make every single trade there because they have sure they don't have the prospects. They don't have the prospects no, and everyone knows that. But they have the financial flexibility to where they would pay the premium for the prospects and then pay a guy on top of it. Yes. And and again, I think Reese Hoskins is a real legitimate trade asset. Yes. I mean he is a guy who has proven that he can be a all star level player at the major league level and is it under control for a few more years. Like that's a really valuable asset. And I think he's the centerpiece of that trade. I so your trade was Hoskins, Howard, Stott, Stott, Hazley, and Hazley. I'm doing that same trade, but I'm taking Howard out of it. Give up Connor Seabold. Sure. Is that enough? Or Medina. Either one. It doesn't matter. Dude. Is that enough? Is that enough? Is my question. Because um, that's the trade I want to make. 
I mean, that would be my. I mean, I would love. To, I would yes. love. Listen, I'm not. I do not want to trade Spencer Howard. No, at all. I don't want to trade Reese Hoskins. I'm not saying like we both said we didn't want to trade him, but this but just here's, makes so much sense. Here's here's what you have to realize with a with a Francisco Lindor trade, like the one I laid out. Was like, let's just look at it on the surface. You're giving up Reese Hoskins, but you're moving a better bat and Alec Bohm over to first base. Right. Alec Bohm, I have woken up at 7.30 the last couple of mornings, <laughs> and I've caught the last three innings of USA in the Premier 12 <laughs> tournament. I just, he's just so good. He's just so good. He's a, he's a 300 hitter with 30 home runs. Like yep. That's what he's going to be. Yep. You're moving Bohm over to first base. Um, you were trading Bryson Stott, who I love Bryson Stott. Yeah, obviously. Um. But you're moving him, who you don't need a shortstop anymore, okay? Yeah, this and, is the long-term answer to shortstop. And then you're moving Adam Hazley, who I like Adam Hazley, but he has 680 OPS last year. Yeah. He's, he, I think he's going to be okay, but like he's not holding up any deal for Francisco Lindor when I can put Kingery in center field if I need 100%. to. 100%. And Spencer Howard is legit. He's yes. a stud. You're giving up a stud. Spence, you're, yeah. giving up, you're giving up 07 Carlos Carrasco. Like, you, no, I mean 09 Carlos Carrasco. Sure. When he got Cliff Lee. That's what you're giving up. You're giving up an actual stud in Spencer Howard. It would hurt. But like it's gonna hurt if you're trading for a top five player in the sport. Like it's yeah. just gonna it's going to hurt. That's so exactly right. I do not want to trade Spencer Howard. If I didn't have to trade Spencer Howard, I wouldn't. The question is, is would you rather put Bowman in a deal and no Howard or and no Howard and Hoskins or just put Bowman in the deal? Right. I mean, I like that's a real Sophie's choice. I would rather trade Spencer Howard than Alec Bohm. I I agree with you in that one for one. I agree. But I do think that when you include Hoskins in the deal, I feel like I just don't think it'll look. I agree with you that that's what it should take. I just don't know if it will take that. I, I don't know. Yeah, look, it's tough. Indians because are like, smart. Too, they have so. to, they they have to trade They don't have any him. leverage. That's the problem. Right. The Indians have no leverage. Teams know that there is a zero percent chance of them re-signing him. Their owner has said it out loud to reporters. He was like... Enjoy him now, cause he's not coming back. So, yeah. Like they have no leverage from that perspective, which I do think matters to a certain degree. I think it also depends on what they're looking for back. The Indians are a team that is still contending, has contended, has the pieces to contend. I mean, granted, Lindor is a huge part of that, but they've got Ramirez on a great contract. They've got you know some talent, obviously some really high end pitching talent there under contract. Guys like Bieber and whatnot. Clevenger is awesome. So the question is, are they more interested in in a elite? And granted, Howard and Baum are a little different because they're so close to the majors. But I'm talking when you include other packages from other teams and what it takes to get it done. Does a guy like Hoskins appeal to them more than said prospect on whatever team? So I think it comes down to would the Dodgers put Gavin Lux on the table? Yeah, that would that would certainly do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you could say that. Yeah, would the Yankees put Esteban Florio? I mean, even then, I don't know if trade him back, uh, Clinton Frazier. Yeah, there you go, <laughs> done. Because like, I don't think, I don't think they would want to trade for Corey Seager because Seager's going to get paid soonish, mm-hmm. so they're going to have to do the same thing. Yeah, and they would honest. move Seager to third base if they were making a Lindor trade. The Dodgers, or get real crazy. Trade for Lindor and sign Rendon. <laughs> oh, but and then just trade Seeker somewhere else. Yeah, all right, flip Seeker. Um, but yeah, e- either way, either way, I don't. We don't know what the other teams are going to offer. Right. But the the fact the Phillies could be in it if they want to be in it, yeah. and I just in my gut I think they want to be in it, and in my opinion they need to be in it. I agree. They need another blue chip guy if they really seriously want to compete. Like they need Lindor, Bryant, or Mookie. 
and my and, preference and, would be Lindor. I mean, Lindor Mookie is the, and again, I, I, Mookie is a great player. Lindor is the best of those guys. He's the youngest of those guys, but also the best of those guys. He plays the most important position. He's the best defensive player of the group, and he's maybe his ceiling isn't quite what Betts is offensively, but it's not that far off. Well, and Betts has has a good year, okay year, yeah. great year, okay year. Yeah. Like he's very up and down. Lindor has been incredibly consistent his first four years. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and the Brian trade, I don't know. I he's the one I want the least easily. I mean, it's not even a, like I like Brian, but if if we're talking about values that are anywhere close to the other two, I'm not trading that for Brian. I'm no. trading it for Betts or Lindor. And Lindor but if you if you're trading for Brian, Bohm's going to be in the deal. Yeah, and I don't want to do that. I mean, is Bohm is basically like. Has the potential to be Bryant someday. Yeah, well. With a little less pop and a little higher average. And worse defense. Well, yeah. I mean, if he's not playing third base. <laughs> right. He's, he's not. A he doesn't he's have, a similar Chris Bryant. Similar bat. bat is what I should have said. Yes. Um, but yeah, the, either way, like they need. And well, here's the thing with, with Bryant is that Harper. Best buddies. I mean, if Harper, if Harper gets to play with Bryant and Realmuto, I mean, Harper's. Whatever. In heaven. Harper, Harper's here. He's not going anywhere. I know. Like. But he wants to win. I know. Bryce Harper wants to win. I know. So let's help him win. But I do think they need, they need one more blue chip guy. You know, I agree. I, like, and real- I would prefer it's Lindor. But look, if they make a nice move for Chris Bryant that I'm not super upset about what they give away, I would be happy to have Chris Bryant here. Real Muto and Harper are, are blue chippers. Hoskins is not. He's a good player, not a not a blue chipper. Um, Nola is like on the verge of being a blue chipper, yeah, I would say. I, I, we would have said after... 18, he was a blue chipper. After 19, you say, ah, he's close to a blue chipper. But close. I don't know if he's a definitive blue chipper. But one more, because you, you just you, it's tough to win a championship without three blue chippers. Okay. All right. It's time. Perfect all season. Yes. Two. Number two. <laughs> so, again, first. Do you, have a, do you have a favorite of the two? before? I don't we... know. I'll ask you okay. what, what you like right. better. Because I, I honestly don't know. Um, but whatever. Uh, so first move, of course, trading Jay Ortiz for Austin Adams. <laughs> you couldn't yeah, had to be on both. Yeah. Well, my first three moves are the same. So I'm signing Chris Martin. I'm signing Dylan Patanza. Okay. So that's locked in. I'm signing. I'm signing Chris or uh, Zach Wheeler for five years, a hundred million. I think that'll get it done. I don't know. I don't know. I think I'll get it close. <sighs> He's, He's such a terrifying contract. It's going to be like five for one twenty five. Yeah, or something I agree. Like that. Yeah. Or five for one team. Yeah. Um, I'm signing Mike Mustakis to a two year, twenty four million. Finally. Dollar. Bringing Moose home. Well, I might just keep Michael Franco because they're the same player. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trading Hoskins, Spencer Howard, Bryson Stott, Adam Hazley for Francisco Lindor. Okay. I'm trading Gene Segura and Aniel De Los Santos for Johnny Cueto. Uh, really love Johnny Cueto. You want Cueto here? I'm a bounce back Cueto guy. <laughs> I know. Oh, he's like a guy that I like that Cueto. I'm really better. I'm really just trying to get off of the Segura contract, right? Because I don't, I don't want to pay him for the next three years. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a disaster, Fair. right? Um, and then I'm just making the Michael Givens trade. I'm signing Martin Maldonado. I'm making the same Nick Pavetta, Mickey Moniak trade for, for Tyon and Kyle Crick. And I'm signing Sarlon Castro. So, it's on, so it wasn't really different much at all except for the Lindor part. Lindor, Moustakis, and Wheeler. That's my three locked Donaldson. Donaldson, uh, one of Garrett Cole. Strasburg. Strasburg. And is that it? Um, and Didi. And Didi. Okay, so that's the differences. Didi. Yeah. Well, my 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 out my eight man infield would be Real Muto, Bohm, Kingery, Lindor, Moose, McCutcheon, Kingery. Oops, I have Kingery in there twice. So that would seem like a, it seemed like it would be a problem, right? 
Oh, crap. Oh, good. The kicker could probably do it. Kingery, if, if there's one guy who can do it, it's it's probably Scott Kingery. Um, crap. Why did I do that? Because you were making two perfect off seasons. And oh. I got carried away. I traded away Adam Hazley. <laughs> Shoot. Oh, maybe then I could just take out the, uh, maybe I'll take out the Cueto deal and keep Segura. There you go. Okay, I'll take out the Cueto deal. <laughs> in this in this one, I'll take out the Cueto deal, and we're not getting bounce back Cueto. That's on you. Um, <laughs> and I'm having Segura play second base. That'll be a lot of fun. At least I'm playing third base, like there's that's been rumored. Um, and then my starting staff would be uh, Wheeler, Nola, Hamels. Oh, I'm signing Hamels. Yeah, by the way. you mentioned that before. Yep. Uh, Hamels, Arietta, and Eflin. Man. I'm torn on which one I like better. I think I like, I mean, the second one has Lindor. That just makes me like it better. But I think the first one might be better. Might be The first one's probably a better team. But first one's it's, better, I think. But it's Lindor and Harper. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like it's like the this, the first team is better for next season because you'd have Didi, Donaldson, um, Bohm at first, Kingery, Hazley, Harper. Like, it's better for next season. But I think I like, yeah, the second one has Lindor. The second one has Lindor. Yeah, it's got Lindor. Wheeler, Wheeler, but, but Wheeler, Wheeler Nola. I know. I'm nervous about Wheeler. They're going to sign Zach Wheeler, aren't they, Jack? Yeah, I, I, it feels like Wheeler. It feels like Wheeler Hamels. And if you're going off Stark's tweet today, yep. it feels like a Wheeler Hamels offseason. And it's not that I don't like Zach Wheeler. He's fine. It's just like giving it. him 100. very talented. Giving it's him 100 plus million dollars is like terrifying. Two seasons. Yeah. Yeah, the second half of those seasons have been phenomenal. Feels like Wheeler. Feels like Wheeler. Yeah. I don't think they're going like, to... The, and the weird part of the Stark tweet today was like, oh, um, you yeah, know... Yeah, it was like, they're going to be in on a high-end starter, and then at the end of it, it said, they'll monitor Garrett Cole. It's like, so does he not count? Well, and it was like, it was like they'll jump in if it falls into Arietta-like territory. It's like, well... Yeah, what was that? Like, who's... Like, with Garrett Cole? Like, what... Like, it, are you serious that it's going to wait it out, and then he's going to get a cheap deal? Are you... Serious? I would love to know who gave him that that info. Oh, yeah, we'll jump in on Garrett Cole. Probably Clint No, it was, it was Andy... God, it's so brutal. <laughs> Kills my soul. No, it feels like it feels like a, if I just said it right now, I think it's gonna be Wheeler, Hamels, Didi, Bullpen, guys. And then you're then you're riding it's with uninspiring. You're riding It's okay. You're riding with Didi at short, Segura at third, it's uninspiring. at second. It's uninspiring. If that's the case, let's know, just go but, get Anthony Rundown. But let's Didi. get real. Let's get Anthony Rundown. Let's screw it. If you're not going to sign, I would rather, if they're not going to go get Garrett Cole, then go get Rendon. Get me a big guy. Get me a boss. Dude, I love anything Rendon. Get me a boss. There well, you go. Lindor's a boss. Blue chipper. I agree. I want Lindor, obviously. but Add one more blue chipper. Think about that. Trade for Lindor. Sign Rendon. What? Let's go. Then what are you doing in two years when you get paid Lindor? I don't know. You, you, you're not. Jack, it ain't my so money. So we're going to have Real Muto, uh, Harper, Lindor, Rendon. Lindor, Rendon. Or Lindor, Rendon. That's going to be what? $800 million in four <laughs> players? And Zach Wheeler, $900 million in four players? No, I, well, you know, I just signed Baumgartner for cheaper. Wheeler. I don't know. I don't know about no. Baumgartner here, to yeah, be honest with you. I don't know about any of it. It's not going to work, that one. Baumgartner? No, the Rendon idea. I want no. it. But they need pitching. They need pitching. They and need everyone's pitching. telling me, like, oh, they need pitching. I know, they know. 
the Phillies know they need pitching. <laughs> I know, it's what do you think? Tall. They saw Jason Vargas in the second half and said, we're good? Drew Smiley in the second half? They're like, no, we're, we're okay. It was nice that they declined the Vargas option. I was totally expecting them to bring him back. Oh, so was I. Yeah. So was I. Um, but it just sucks because some of these moves that we laid out today make a lot of sense, mm-hmm. and they're just not going to do They're it. not going to do it. Give me one bold move. Give me an interesting move. Give me, give me the Kyle Crick trade. Yeah. Give me the Jameson Tyon. Get Jameson Tyon. If you can do one thing this offseason, get Jameson Tyon. <laughs> or, or sign Garrett Cole, but yeah, that too. Why sign Garrett Cole when you can get Garrett Cole for cheaper? <laughs> Jameson Tyon was also was also a top two pick. And he was a pirate? How about that? Oh, like, oh. Same thing. <laughs> same thing. You know the Astros are going to trade for Jameson Tyon. Yeah, they probably will. Trading for Tyon is something a smart team would do. Yeah. For a thousand times. Be a smart team. Yep. That's all I'm asking. It's I not know. that hard. Well, you're listening, Matt. So yeah, you're, we got we got it in just in time. That's why <laughs> that's why I moved up the date to Tuesday so that you had all week to digest and take over the contract ideas and and figure out just how you are going to trade for Davis and Tyon. It shouldn't be this hard, Matt. <laughs> it really shouldn't. I agree. You should be able to get Jameson Tyon this offseason. Yeah. For as much as we've talked about the important things like Rendon, Cole, yeah. Jameson Tyler. <laughs> it's only missing a year. I know you've been talking about it nonstop. It's, it's like, I mean, I stole weeks, the. I stole the all I hear every day. Walks into the studio. Oh, James Tyler. You want to be asking Matt Clinton about it? Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> you would have finally done the city some good, James. Right, for got, the first time in your career. Right, you got anything in your note bag over there? <sighs> I do. Joe Dillon looks like he's going to be the next hitting coach. Really? That would presume. Well, it seemed like they were interested in Chili Davis, too. Looks like he's going to the Mets. He's staying with the Mets. Um, and it probably means that Dante Bichette didn't want to leave Tampa to come up to Philly and uh-huh. be a hitting coach. Um, but it looks like Joe. they're, they're training towards Joe Dillon. Um, and, like... He's kind of O-chart-ish. Um, he's not like a he's not old school. Good, but uh, if you watch that Nationals team, like I, I became envious of their bat to ball skills and not striking out. And I think he brings some interesting new way um, stuff to the to the to the hitting side, which of course they have with John Maley, um, mm. which is kind of scary. Mm. But I think with Joe Girardi there, it should make that better than just being, you know, Gabe and right. whatnot. And also Joe Dillon is coming from a Nationals organization, which is not exactly on the forefront of analytics and they are more old school. Um, so I'm in on Joe Dillon. I think it's interesting. I do not, I do not want Chili Davis. I didn't see the, I'm not a, not a no, I not didn't fan. get it. Like he's the same thing as John. Like, he came in for John Maley, got fired after a year. <laughs> like, like, what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. So let him go back to the Mets. Whatever. Um, so uh, it looks like oh, the Indians baseball. Uh, the Indians baseball president Chris uh, Ananetti. Ananetti said, "My expectation is Frankie will be the shortstop opening day next year." Ah, uh, what else are you supposed to say? Well, They're trying to keep whatever leverage they can get. The owner said, "Enjoy him while you can." My expectation <laughs> is okay, good. Um, so uh, Joe Dillon looks like the guy. I'm I'm very interested, and I think it's going to be. I think it's going to. I think it'll be a good move. All right, Joe you know, Dillon. And on Joe Dillon. We the High Hopes podcast is in on Joe Dillon. Yeah, just give me one. Give me one forward thinking guy. You know, okay. like you, you had me. At Brian Price, I'm in on Brian Price. I'm in on mechanics guy. I'm in on old school. I'm in on Joe Girardi as an old school guy. Give me one advance. Yeah, guy. give me throw him a bone. Yeah, throw me throw the kid a bone. <laughs> throw Jackie a bone. Yeah, I mean, sign Brian Barber, which is good. Yeah. Um, one more bone. Yeah, a lot you of got, bones. <laughs> you got any final thoughts? My final you thought, love bones. <laughs> my final thought That's was the, was the Morosi tweet, um, but I have nothing else in my final thoughts except that 
Uh, next week, I guess we'll do our the off season that what we, we think, think is going to happen. Really, will happen next week. Yeah, so don't get so mad at us and having we'll fun ideas. Probably take Thanksgiving week off. What are we doing here? We don't, <laughs> we don't take time off. I know we never do. I don't want time off. Well, maybe we won't. I don't want time off ever. I know you don't. I just want to do this podcast. I know. I think about it a lot. I know. Um. Oh, and if we cycle Hamels, if we cycle Hamels, yes. And we get up to, I didn't run this bio at all. I thought of it the other day. Ooh. I'm spurring on you now. Ooh. Uh, I love when you do that. Yeah. We are currently at 567 reviews. Um, or 543 five-star reviews. Ooh. Um, but 567 overall reviews. Just going to let people know, I prefer the five stars. Definitely prefer the five Personally, stars. Personally, you know, it's something that I care about. Right. But, you know. When we get to 600. Yes. And if we sign, so it's Cole, not far away. If we so sign, saying, hold on, six hundred five stars or just six hundred total? I guess we'll do six hundred total. Right. I would prefer if we got six hundred five. If you stars. could make them five stars, would be. Um, yeah. So it's only like Please. it's only fifty-seven five-star reviews from six hundred. It's only forty-three. Overall I'm really reviews. intrigued to see where this is going, by the way. If we sign Cole Hamels, okay, and if, and when we get to six hundred, so the 600. combination of these two things, yes, okay, I will unleash. My Cole Hamels, uh, uh, what do I call it? Oh, you're pitching you're, you're lined up video. Ooh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get it on video. We'll put it out there. Let me tell you something. It's spot on. <laughs> it is a. You know how they have the bat flip guy? That's me for pitching. Yeah. So if they sign Cole the Hamels, batting stance guy, batting right? stance guy. Yeah. Um, if they sign Cole Hamels, and when we get to six hundred uh, five star reviews, I will do my Cole Hamels impersonation. All right. It is. Phenomenal. Jack walks around the office saying, "Who's this? Who's this?" and just does. Different and sometimes you don't get it. It makes me disappointed. Well, sometimes it's really hard to tell because <laughs> it's a lefty versus me being a righty. Jack is really bad at doing the lefty one, so he just does them righty. Yeah. And then now, I'm like, w- "Oh, I didn't realize it was Cliff Lee." It will be a righty Cole Hamels. Okay. So it's gonna have to look really exactly like it, or else it might fall flat. Okay. Six hundred. Yeah, people have to, you know, and then if they don't cycle them as well, then you know. Yeah, let's figure out something else. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll do a, I'll do a <laughs> Austin Adams. Yes. <laughs> All right, rate and review the podcast next week. The real off season's coming. Ugh, it's gonna be so boring. <laughs> it's gonna be so much less fun than this one. All right, until then, he's Fritz himself. We'll see you later.